Welcome. You're about to hear an inspirational message by David Entry. May your faith increase and your heart be stirred towards God as you listen to this life-transforming message. Press subscribe so you're the first to know when the messages are released. Blessed are your ears for the things they hear. When we say it's a love thing, if it's a love thing, we need to talk about, let's define love properly. As you heard in spoken word, they said three, but four, potentially Hebrew, Greek words for love. We have the phileo. Phileo is brotherly love. Phileo is PH. So like Philadelphia, fellow Adelphos, I've said it a few times. Adelphos is brotherly. Phileo, so fellow Adelphos is brotherly love. So phileo. Okay, so we have phileo love, which is brotherly. The, the kind of love you have for your family, your friends, you know, there are people you love in your life. It, it has not got any romantic connotation. It's just brotherly. Your mom, your brother, your sister, your people, the way you love them. You know, it's fellow love. And fellow love is necessary for every community. And it's what makes the church, church. You know, we must have fellow love amongst, one, amongst ourselves. So when someone offends you, you can have fellow enough to ignore, it's okay, and stuff like that. Uh, where someone, let's say one of us gets into trouble, we knew we warned him, we warned her, don't do it, and she went ahead and did it, got into trouble. We don't abandon her, we don't abandon him. We surround him and protect him, protect because you are our own. We don't give up on our own. Fellow, and then we have epithumia. Epithumia is a very bad type of love. It's, it's not love, it's manifestation of lust. So I just want it at your expense, and it's just me, and it's just me. That's where people will use uh, uh, pedophiles. A desire, you have a desire to use somebody for your own pleasure at their expense. So that's epithumia. It's dirty love, dirty desire. And no society endorses epithumia. Epithumia is for the, for, for the uh, back streets kind of lifestyle, ghetto kind of lifestyle. It's uh, dog eat dog kind of lifestyle. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad. Epithumia is, that's why anyone who rapes somebody is epithumia. It's, and you have to be imprisoned. You know, it's because epithumia is you violate others just for what you don't care about them. You don't care about how much you hurt them. It's all about you, you just what you want and what whoever can be hurt, you don't care. That's epithumia. It's a strong desire which is very evil and it destroys so much. So there's no society that even endorses epithumia love. Okay. And then we have so we have fellow epithumia and then we, we have uh, uh, agape. Agape. Agape is the God kind of, the proper love, which I'll probably explain in a minute. And then we have the Eros. In fact, there's Stoige too, so it's five, really. So we have the Eros. Let me leave it at the Eros. Eros is erotic love. Erotica. We have the erotic love. And now most of the time when they say Valentine's Day, people are thinking about erotic love. When they say love in the head, they are thinking about erotic love. And erotic love can destroy society yes. if it's not controlled. That's right. Because it's, you see, people just express their feelings and carry it out as long as you agree with me. Oh, you like me? Okay, let's go. But it's hurting society. It's hurting you. And when you are hurting, society is hurting. Mm. 
And erotic love is meant really to be between one man and one woman. You know, really. In extreme case scenario, it can be uh, a man can have different. So you know what happens when a man cheats on his woman, and he said, "Please, I love you." Say, how can you say love me? How can you say, look at what you did? A, a woman can understand. You say you love me, and you did this, and then I'm, I'm, yes, I do. I really do. But how did you? You love me, and still you went. No, you don't understand. I really, I really do. If please believe me. And the woman said, are you sure? You <laughs> may have such a beautiful heart. Are you sure? Very gullible when it comes to love. Yeah, so that's why you don't have to put yourself in a place where you're a woman and desperate for love. Because you'll be too vulnerable. You use all your money to buy uh, Chinese and stuff for him. You use your credit history to secure him alone. Yeah, it's true. That, that, not because she's stupid, but she just is so tender-hearted towards him. And he's callous. He's just found opportunity. You know, and so it doesn't mean everyone is bad. Some people are really good when they're in love. Some guys, they're really in love. But it, listen, a guy can be genuine, but it can be short-lived. Yeah. It can be short-lived because romantic... How many of you have felt romantic love before? Some of you won't raise your hand, hypocrite. Hey, look at you. You, <laughs> you have felt it before, or you have been in romantic life. You really feel so soft. Now, there's someone asked a question. Um, if you feel something, you see somebody you like in church, I know it's not time. What do you do? How do you handle it? Just go on with your life. As for crash, you have a lot of it. Different, different. Especially once a lot of young people. And everybody's kind of handsome. Some of you girls, when you came, you say, oh, wow, a lot of handsome guys here. <laughs> I want you to look at the usher with the muscles. Muscles, I mean, you feel like, oh, this one can carry me really well. <laughs> and, and some of you guys, when the people were singing, you just couldn't concentrate on the song. It, 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 listen, this is, that's part of life. All right, so you must learn how to live with it and stay focused. So the fact that you have a crush on somebody doesn't mean, really doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. And you get over it and keep going. Sometimes it may take some time for you to grow out of it. But just keep going. Don't make any stupid thing. Don't do anything stupid. And go and tell him, message you. I don't know how I feel. You don't know how I feel about you. Or message you. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Because you see, when you do that, you are, you are reducing your value. Reduce your value. Don't reduce your. You are top quality. You know you are. You are A1. You are. You are premium. Premium brand. Yeah. Don't reduce your quality. You might have some feelings, but not, don't let them know it. Yeah. Don't let them know it. We all do. Yes. Everybody tells you. If you don't have feelings, you are not normal. Yes. You have feelings, and then you also have feelings for the opposite sex. I mean, it's normal. What I'm trying to say is, it's natural. That is where. We all, by the help of God, by the help of the Holy Spirit, we, we learn how to stay in our lane, bring ourselves under control. Now, sometimes if you put yourself in a situation, you will find you will be out of control. You won't be able to control yourself. If you go a certain length, you won't be able to control yourself. So by the time you realize a Christian brother is in trouble. But most people are genuine. 
So that is why, please, I want to make an appeal. When you see somebody who is in church who has gotten themselves messed up, do not condemn them. You should be the first to want to cover them, protect them. You don't even have to repeat it anywhere. This is what has happened. Don't talk about it. See how you can restore the person. That's the sign of your spirituality. Because it's like people can get into some bad situation. Look, I want to look at your faces. You all look very innocent, but you know. You know. I don't know, but you know I know. That you, you. Oh, you? You? Oh, no. I'm not that naive to assume that you're okay. No, 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 no. Behind closed door, you are a different person. Sometimes, sometimes, not all the times. <laughs> so then... We have to learn how to accommodate one another. That is, I'm, I'm moving into the definition of love. The agape love. So, eros love can really ruin a person's life if it's not properly handled. So, Songs of Solomon chapter 2, it says, do not awaken love until it is due. Don't, don't stir it up. You've come a long way to be in church and to be in Christ. Keep your, your sanity. Keep your value because it adds value to your life. Don't think you are making a mistake because others are having fun and they are going on staycation. You are better than that. Think about it. You are better, better than that. Going on staycation is people you don't, you have not made covenant and vows to, commitments to. You are going on staycation Vacation? Why would you do that? Why, would, why, are you, why are you behaving like a, a husband when you haven't made a commitment to before family and before authorities? Why are you behaving like a wife? And usually it's the women that lose more. A woman, they're taking you on vacation. In Morocco. Dubai. Uh, what, Khalifa, what is what's it called? Bej Khalifa. Khalifa, yeah, Bej Khalifa. <laughs> Bej Khalifa, you are there, you think you're having fun. But the guy is very happy. He's very happy because it's like for real. See, all this is mine. Your body is holy, your body is sacred. Your body is precious. Master, I don't believe in you. I don't also care what you believe. You don't believe in that? You grow and you find out that someone told you the truth. At least I need to tell you. So that tomorrow you can't claim that no one told me. Before you start asking, where is God? If there's God, why am I going through all this? God told you. On the 13th of February, 2022. Let's, as I get ready to close, let's look at this love thing. Love. Jesus said, no greater love has any man that a man should lay down his life for his friends. John chapter 15, verse 13. said, greater love has no man. Greater love. Everybody say greater love. love. Let's read it out from the screen, please. Let's go out loud. Let's go. Call love. Not the one who wants to just use you. The one who wants to lay down his life for you. The difference between love and lust. 
Lust seeks to get at the expense of others. Love seeks to give at the expense of self. Lust seeks to get at the expense of others. They want to get it at your expense. Love seeks to give at the expense of self. That's why you can, you can count on, generally speaking, your mother's love. Greater love. Brothers and sisters, guys, watch this. There's somebody came to Jesus. This is a serious thing. Somebody came to Jesus and he said, what is the greatest of all the commandments? Ah, when you think about God, you know there must be commandment now. He said, can you summarize the commandment for us in, in uh, Matthew chapter 22, verse 37? Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Do you know what Jesus said? The next verse, verse 37. Jesus said, you shall, ah, you shall do what? Love. Huh? Greatest commandment is love. If we, can com- we if can convert this Valentine's thing to proper love thing, it will be worth celebrating. Yeah. You shall love the Lord. Is that where it starts from? God doesn't want your money. God doesn't want your worship. He's not looking for your worship. God wants just one thing. He said, can you love me? Can you love me? You shall love the Lord your God with all. Wow! With all your heart. All of it. Not just part of it. All of it. You are really into this God thing. He said that's the greatest commandment. It's not that shall not steal. It's not that shall not kill. It's not that shall not gossip. It's not that shall not, that shall not, that shall not. It's actually that shall love. Love me. Love me with all your heart. Love me. Now, when somebody's asking, where is God? Why am I going through this? Ask him, when was the last time you showed your love for God? When you love God, you attract God. When you love God, God will act on your behalf. I want to love God. I want to love God. That should be your greatest life ambition. I just want to love God. I just, so on a Valentine's period, you should be thinking about how can you boost your love for God? How can I boost my love for God? How can I boost my life and give him all? I want to give him everything. That's, see, when you are really in love, there's nothing too much for you to do. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you know you have interview. You can call it up because... Your lover is not feeling well. <laughs> you call it off. So when we talk about genuine love, actual love, godly love, the Bible says that love starts with God. And in First John chapter 4, I think verse 16, it talks about how we love him because he first loved us. Ah, verse 19 is the story. We love him, why? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Why do you love God? That should be enough explanation for the naysayers, for the skeptics. Why are you doing this church thing so much? Because he first loved me. I love him because he first loved me. His, and 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 14 says that the love of Christ constrains us. The love of Christ makes me, verse 14, said the, for, uh, uh, for the love of Christ constrains. We are, it compels me because I'm in love with him so much, sometimes I cannot not do some things for him. Someone can step on my, my 
toes, but because of the love of Christ, I, am, I find it easy to say, I forgive you. Because the love of Christ constrains me. The love of Christ. He says, how, he said, all, all things work together for good to those that love the Lord and are called according. If you love God, things work for you for your good. Yeah. All things work together for good. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. And 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse, um, verse 9. It says that no eye has seen, nor ear heard, neither has it entered the heart of any. What God has prepared for who? For who? For who? Those who love him. You are asking what God can do for you. Have you thought about how much you can love him? In 1 John chapter 3, verse 1, it said, Behold, what manner of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called the sons of God. What? Someone say, I love you, Jesus. I'm running out of time. Let me just run up quickly. I love you, Jesus. And so when they asked Jesus, what is the greatest of all the commandments in the law? He said, Thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart. And with all your soul. Your soul is your feelings, your thinking, everything. And with all your mind, your intellect, love the Lord. Then look at the next verse. He says that this is the first and the greatest commandment. What's the greatest commandment? Love God. Love God. When you love God, you won't do things against him. When you love God, it influences a lot of things you do. When you love God, it affects the entirety of your life. So there are people who are coming to church, but they don't love God. They they only want what God can do for them. They are useless. They are useless. They are coming to use God. But God said, listen, I don't want to give you commandment that shall not steal, that shall not kill. Can you just love me? Can you just love me? That means that if God said love me, you have the capacity to love God. Every human being has been given the capacity to love God, especially when you come to Jesus. You have the capacity. You have the capability to love God. Someone say, I love you, Jesus. Jesus. That is why in 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 22, says that, and anyone who does not love the Lord Jesus, let him be cursed. Because Jesus is meant to be loved. In in 1 Peter chapter 1, I think the verse 8, he said, whom having not seen, ye love. Wow. With love, oh, he said, whom having not seen, you love. Though now you have not seen him, yet believing, you rejoice with joy unspeakable. You rejoice because of this love. That's what makes us dance. That's what make, makes us sing praise and worship. That's what makes us do, serve the way we do. Because we love God. We love Jesus. We love Jesus. Sir, that's what makes me not want to fornicate. It's because I love God. It's not because I'm an iron man. That's, that's why. You're not doing some things because you love God. Joseph, when Potiphar's wife said, come, come on, Joe, come on, Joe. Joe, you see, I'm very sophisticated. Look, look. Come on, Joe. Come on, Joe. Come on, Joe. Joe, Joseph said, how can I do this wicked thing against God? I can't do this. I can't do this. What's the greatest commandment? Love God. Love God. And then he said, this is the first and the greatest. And then look at what he said. He said, and the second one. Ah, there's a second one. There's a first one. And there's a second. He said, and the second one is like it. You shall love your neighbor. Ah! So your claims of loving God but can't stand people is fake. Yes. If you love God, it will show in the way you treat people. 
Not, wait, 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 wait. not people who you like. There are people who are not lovable. They are very annoying. But because of your love for God, you love God so much, you will be able to accommodate them. You'll be able to forgive them. You'll be able to care. You know what? I let you off the hook. No, no problem. No, because you love God. When you love God, it plays out in loving people. In First John chapter four, verse twenty and twenty-one, twenty-two, somewhere, it says that. I mean, it says that if someone say I love God and hate his brother, he's a liar. You're lying. Liar. You're lying. Me, I'm not lying. It's true. And he wants to cry. It's true. No, no, please. He said, okay. As a test of your love for God. He said, how can you love God who you haven't seen? Mm. But the one human being you can see, especially the church brother, church, church sister, you can't love, your love is fake. Yeah. Is there in your Bible? Yeah. Love. Love is the message, and the message is love. And everybody can love. It's part of what you have been through in life. Some of us have been through very bitter experiences. People have been very mean to you. You have suffered racism. You have suffered abuse. You have suffered marginalization. You have suffered all kinds of ill treatments. You have suffered in the hands of many people. Like the woman with the issue of blood. She has suffered in the hands of many physicians. You've suffered in the hands of many people. People have treated you wrongly. You've trusted people, and they hurt you. You've been there for people. When they were down, you were, you were their strength. And they turn, when you, raise, you help them to rise up, they turn back to stab you. It hurts. And sometimes human beings can damage you so much that you feel like it's not worth, it's not worth loving. There's, and there's an African proverb that says that if doing good doesn't matter, then doing bad too shouldn't matter. Yeah, that's it. So if I do you good and it doesn't matter, then if I do you bad, it doesn't matter. But that's not the gospel. That's not the gospel. He said, greater love has no man than a man should lay down his life for his friends. That means, that's proper love. The true love of God is very sacrificial. So that guy who claims he loves you, that girl who claims he loves you, she loves you, let's check it, let's check it. If they can accommodate you, they, they can really relate with you properly. In spite of your messes, in spite of your attitude, in spite of the negative things about your life, none of us is perfect. I hope you know that. Even though some of you look very perfect. But the fact is, love will change your life. But don't start with loving man. Because you will disappoint yourself. Men cannot be altogether lovely. When I say man, I mean human beings. So let's get this love defined first. God says that the greatest commandment is love. Love God. And then the second one, love others. When you love God, it affects the way you love others. Some of you have people who have hurt you in your life. But you can't forgive them. When you start loving God, you realize that forgiveness can come naturally. You'll be able to forgive. Don't try and warn yourself, okay, I'll try it. You are struggling. Sort out your love for God first. And when you love God, you'll be able to obey him. You'll be able to please him. You'll be able to do things, and you'll be able to bless people and be a blessing to people. Now, in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 to 7, Bible defines what this love God is talking about is. Clearly, it doesn't leave us in any uh, doubt. Love suffers, give me um, the new NIV. Love is patient. Love is, I think we should all read it out loud. Let's read it out loud. Let's go. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. Next verse. We are going to verse 7. It does not dishonor other. 
see that one. He's not easily angry. He's like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm upset. Whoa. Why, why, why are you not coming? Why are you not coming? I'm Uber. It's not easily angered. The slightest thing you are angry. The slightest thing you are angry. The slightest, you, anything I'm talking can tip you over. Love is not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrong. Three years ago you did this. Seven days ago you did this. There's a catalog of what they have done wrong. Catalog of what they have done wrong. I'm telling you, don't do this thing again. And they always refer to things you have done. They keep records of wrong. Love doesn't do that. So when you are talking about, do you love me? This is what you mean. When you tell someone, I love you, I really love you. The way God said I should love you, you are trying to say, I won't keep records of wrong. Huh? Huh? Including what you did against me, yes, I won't keep it. Huh? Doesn't keep record of wrong. Some of you have diary full of records of wrong. Yeah, the next verse, and then we finish. Do you, do you understand what that means? Should I throw a light on it? Doesn't delight you. When something bad happens to you, it's not happy. Yeah. When the police arrest you, it's not happy. <laughs> so that's not that delight with evil, but rejoices with the truth. What is right? It's happy that oh, this is just true. This is going on well. Things are the next verse, last verse. <laughs> See this one? Because of Johnny, you have, you have lost this one. You don't know how to trust. But I understand you. I understand you. Because of the kind of people you are dealing with. Some of you guys, you don't know how to trust. Because everyone you have trusted has hurt you. And especially girls. Some girls have been hurt over and over and over and over again. Your own best friend you took your boyfriend. And that was the last straw that broke the back of the camel. And you decided, no, I think I'm going to do for Jesus. May they do it again to make you keep staying in Jesus. <laughs> but you are in church now, but you haven't recovered. You haven't recovered. You haven't gained, regained yourself back. In this season of love and the love of God, please redirect all your love to God with all your heart. That is the beginning of recovery. That is the beginning of recovery. Maybe you have been through it so much, but please, I'm not just saying that, just forgive, forgive, forgive. You have to, because it's the, forgiveness is the bridge you need one day. Don't burn it down. But... Unforgiveness, I said the other time, is like drinking poison for your enemy to die. When someone hurts you and you harbor it in your heart, you hold it again, they might even be living their life, but you are in bitterness and they are moving on. You know, bitterness stifles your productivity. It reduces your progress. Bitterness. You make all kinds of decisions because you want to spite somebody. But you need to set yourself free in this season of love. But you can't be really free until you start loving God. Somebody has hurt you before. We all have been hurt before. Maybe yours has been very radical and very, very deep. But you know what? The good news is none of us is beyond recovery and beyond healing. God can heal you. But it starts with if you can open your heart for him. He said, Lord, I love you forever. I love you 
To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and visit www.caris.org for videos and upcoming events. Remember, be a doer of the word and not just a hearer.